No one ever knows what evil lurks in the shadows, what makes its home in the void. A lone group of heroes band together to become the light in that darkness, to face the oncoming storm. I'm Drew, and I'm the Dungeon Master. I'm Jordan, and I'm playing the half-elf sorcerer, Theranor. I'm Donnie, and I'll be playing gnomish rogue, Lemmy. I'm Juju, playing a wood elf cleric named Aoife. And I'm Thomas, playing a changeling ranger named Pock. Welcome to Crit Storm. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting episode of Crit Storm Cast. Last time, we left our heroes in the Montarthas Manor, where they had been assigned to go by the Diamond Ravens to retrieve a peculiar item in hopes of fending off the group of cultists who they last encountered at the Blue Chapel. And everyone's inside. <laughs> We're in a room. You're, you're, you're in a room. You guys had found a secret uh, passage outside along the, uh, the garden walls. And making your way into the manor, you kind of found this room that apparently seemed to be used as like target practice of some sorts. And then there was a library that had been engulfed in flames. I found a cloak in there. You found <laughs> you found a dark mantle that you killed. And now we're and wearing, wearing now we're wearing as a cloak. <laughs> we also found those dummies that have been used for like firing practice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I believe we we left off just starting to open um, those doors to the west. And, and Drew went and made it all. You'll find out next time. <laughs> what's behind the, what's behind <laughs> the door? Oh, my gosh. Guys, it's next week's episode. <laughs> it's another door. <laughs> another door. It's a mimic. <laughs> this is why I have trust issues. <laughs> yes. Because somebody puts cloaks that aren't cloaks. That's why. <laughs> right. Right. Okay, so I forget who was opening the door, but someone I did. think Theranor was, if was I remember it? correctly. Okay, that seems... Maybe. Who knows? That seems highly we'll probable. Out. If we look at our positioning, I think, yeah, he oh. was definitely... <laughs> <laughs> As you move his character directly yeah. up to the door. No, well, the, the fact that he took the, his cloak went, off on accident. He moved the dark yeah, I went to move my character and it dragged the dark mantle with That's it. That's <laughs> absolutely hilarious. Acceptable. Your cloak is alive. <laughs> like it's a, like Doctor my, Strange thing. Yeah, Doctor Strange. My cloak has lag. Right. <laughs> okay, if Theranor is Doctor Strange, Lemmy is obviously Ant-Man. I don't know who the rest of you are. Well, I, I've got to be Hulk since, you know, I do the whole transforming uh, thing. Or, or maybe you're Hawkeye. Yeah. Because you're, yeah, you're an archer. Yeah, be that. Aoife would be uh, Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch, maybe? Yeah, Scarlet Witch, I would say. Or Iron Man. She's a tank. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a good chance I'm more Ronin than I am uh Well, now, now. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going to be sneaking. <laughs> so, literally coming into this room, Theranor, you honestly see nothing. <laughs> it is a... It's a very good cliffhanger. It's a very empty room. No adornments, no nothing? No, no adornments, no nothing. I don't believe that for a minute. Does it look like anything was taken down? No. No, honestly, it seems as if the room is just bare. Just because I have trust issues. Um, <laughs> thing as the last time I tried to get a nice cloak, somebody made it alive. Trying to see if I have a decent... 
I don't, but I'd like to try an investigation or search or whatever whatever it would be. Sure. I don't know if that'd be perception or... I'm good at that. I get a plus six on investigation. Yeah, I think we can all look around, yeah, hopefully. Investigation would be more so the case if you're looking for anything peculiar or out of place. Okay. Let's look. Oh, nice. 24 for Lemmy. 19 for Theranor. So, I mean, even with, you know, Theranor's 19 and definitely Lemmy's uh, 24, you do notice that, like, this peculiar wall seems as if there is kind of a framing of a door, but you're not, like it might you're not entirely might sure. almost be a hidden door. Something seems off place, but it does seem that it would be the, uh, the size of a door. Hmm. Any scrape marks on the floor or anything by it? Or a switch no, on the wall? No, no scrape marks on the floor. Maybe it's a door that only opens from the other side. Actually, it does seem like we're coming in this backwards. Well, and so to get past the target practice room, as you head back towards like the little grassy area we snuck in, there was a secret door there too, right? So yes. it's not not uncommon in this household. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think with that one, the switch for it was actually in a completely separate room as well. So yeah, yeah. So probably don't want to waste too much time looking around this room after we already did. All right, I think I see a door to the south. Shall we uh, check it out? We saw, didn't we see eyes like in the dark in the room? Like, because that leads to where like the front door goes in. So, didn't we see when we first approached this mansion something? You did see a pair of eyes kind of through the uh, the entryway. Yeah, I'd like to listen at that southern door. Okay, yeah, go take a listen. That's gonna be an eighteen. You hear absolutely nothing. Now, did we expect to find people here? You weren't sure. You knew that from what Orr had told you that there was an item that was kept secure here by, you know, the general who used to how uh, used to live in this manor. And he would also keep his kind of garrison here as well. So it was in, it was under constant protection. Oh, and we heard a hag curse the estate as well, right? right? Because, you know, he took over her swamp, forest area. <laughs> Get out of my swamp. <laughs> Get out of my swamp. Donkey. <laughs> pigs, you're all pigs. <laughs> all, I, all I can think of is Smash Mouth now. <laughs> oh no, don't even. It'll be stuck in my head all day. There you know. But you're an all-star. Somebody once told me. <laughs> no, I told you not to start. You are welcome, audience. <laughs> it's a song sung by the by the um, perspective of the dice. <laughs> Somebody once told me the world was gonna roll me. See, now this would be like the group's anthem as an animation would play, everyone kind of like walking through and doing the montage of the fights. <laughs> <laughs> while while it gets to the lines where it's all like, get your, get your game on, get paid, while Lemmy's in the background making a deal. Lemmy takes out his dagger and... Uh, Commits ritual seppuku, he's dead. I'm off the podcast. Theranor <laughs> uh, pulls out the monkey paw. <laughs> Yet again. <laughs> All right, he thinks so, you can get away. I got more hands than this. <laughs> is the uh, is the southern door locked? Uh, you don't know. It is definitely uh, all quiet, you know, on the western front. Southern, southern front. Southern front, whatever. <laughs> I'm going to... <laughs> stealthily try it. Well, I'm going to check and see if it's locked. It is not locked. I'm going to quietly try and open it. Okay. Not great. Uh-huh. That's a 13. So you uh, open the door and reveals this 
you know, kind of quaint little 20 by 20 room. Some uh, some of the light kind of comes in, peering around the, uh, the target practice room. You can see with a little bit of your dark vision as well that inside you you see there's a desk there's something like an old bed it seems pretty uh, disheveled along the uh, western side of the wall it seems pretty bare we should check to see if maybe there's some switching for that potential false wall door yeah, that's what thing I was thinking too Lemmy does have some paperwork to catch up on so he sits down at the <laughs> desk takes out his briefcase <laughs> Dearest Lembitha, <laughs> it has been 65 days since I last wrote to you. <laughs> the winters are hard here. The men, their, their will is failing. So, Lemmy apparently is catching up on paperwork. He has peered inside. What is uh, what's everyone else doing? I think Pac and I were going to look around and see if we can find any secret switches or something to open that door. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to uh, give me an investigation or a perception check? I got a 16 for investigation. I got an 8. <laughs> if it was a perception, it would have been a 20. Um, I have a 15 on perception. Okay, so, I mean, everyone in the room, they're kind of like looking around. It's still brought to the uh, attention of everybody. You, you do find a scroll, hmm. and looking at it, it almost looks crisp, brand new, unlike everything else in this room. Do we recall how long it's been since the house has been occupied by the general and whatnot? He couldn't say. Or, it's been okay. it's been definitely quite some time. Okay. Yeah, and we take a look at that scroll. Sure. Thank y'all. Yeah. Someone give me a, uh, a knowledge arcana. Ooh. Ooh. I'm not so good at that one. I'm not so uh, good at that Actually, not that great. 16. Oh, well, looking at it, Theranor, and checking out, you know, the, the writing upon it, you can tell that it is a, uh, a scroll of invisibility. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. And one of these years, I will actually remember. I can't use that, right? You have to be a wizard. Do you? I honestly still don't know the rule for scrolls. See, I'll be, I'll be quite honest. That's something I'll have to look up. <laughs> we'll just all have to look I up. Don't, see, I, honestly, I don't play. I don't play a great deal of magic users. Well, I, I never ever remember because uh, I think with some, it's like, oh yeah, anybody can use it, but a wizard can learn it or so on and so forth. It's something where if you get a scroll, I think the wizard has to adapt it or put it into his, you know, his spell book, his grimoire, then they can use it. I, well, I do wizard, I work off the wizard spell list, but I don't think I can inscribe that to my book. You know what? Hey, that's maybe another Eye of the Storm. That's a I think Lemmy could cast it off the scroll and then yeah, that's you can it. you can cast it off the scroll. I know that, and then the scroll is is done with. So here's what I found: a spell scroll bears the words of a single spell written on a mystical cipher. If the spell's on your class's spell list, you can read the scroll and cast its spell without providing any material components. Otherwise, the scroll is unintelligible. Casting the spell by reading the scroll requires the spell's normal casting time. Once the spells cast, the words on the scroll fade, and it crumbles to dust. Okay. If the yeah. casting's interrupted, yeah. Okay. So we're good. Well... And it says if the spell's on your class list, but higher level than you can normally cast, you must make an ability check using your spellcasting ability to determine whether you cast it successfully. Okay. And it would be higher than... Yeah. The DC equals 10 plus the spell's level. Yeah. Sweet. I can cast invisibility. Well, I, I don't think I can yet, but... <laughs> it will be available. It will be available. All right. No buttons or switches or anything, though? Uh, no buttons or switches. However, you, uh, Lemmy, you do come across a page of some sort. 
and it almost seems like it's a page from like a journal. However, you can clearly tell that in its current state, touching it would make it crumble to dust. Hmm. But you do see that on the page it says, 12th day of Myrtle. Today the general meets with his new advisors. She comes highly regarded. Hopefully she can guide the general down the righteous path. 14th day of Myrtle. The new advisor Gertrude has only been our in our service for two days. And already I see a change in the general. He hangs on to every word she spills. I only hope that is the word of good. The 25th day of Myrtle. Something is wrong. The general dismisses the lords. He has, he has advised that he will not meet with them in council about the orc armies marching upon us. This new advisor holds all his attention. She feeds him the poisons of her words and turns him against his people. She must be stopped. 30th day of Myrtle. Today is the day that I, Marple Brightshine, make a stand for the greater good. She will die by my hand, and by my name will be forever muddy. But I see her for what she really is, a night witch. Knew it. So the hag kind of infiltrated things after uh, they moved in here. Hmm. Nice. All right, well, I, <laughs> I don't know that we can move forward from this side of the house. We may have to go in the main entrance. Yeah, we either have to figure out if there's a switch that we missed somewhere or go around. You'd think there'd be a way to open the door from this side somewhere. There's always the hard way. <laughs> Aoife says as she brandishes her mace. <laughs> break it down, break it down. Yeah, but <laughs> the full destroy part of our house. Because <laughs> this will be our house. <laughs> we already have a house. <laughs> yeah, we may already have a house, but this one has a pool. <laughs> and secret doors. It also it also has a curse, though. <laughs> so does the other one. Until, That's true. Until Lemmy finds the deed, or sorry, Theranor finds the deed. And the... <laughs> yeah, Theranor is going to set off and look for the spooky necromancy room that contains deeds and things. <laughs> We definitely have a type when it comes to house hunting. <laughs> we decided to merge uh, what's um, uh, the, the Fixer Upper channel. We've decided to merge that with one of the Ghost Hunter shows. Nice. <laughs> Eventually uh, creating your own little village of like haunted locales. <laughs> haunted locales, yeah. Exclusive. We can sell to two different populations, ghost and uh, living. Well, it's called self-sufficiency. Yeah. While we remodel one house, we're filming the uh, the ghost show in the other one. Exactly. Then you invite people to come along, pay some gold, and we're like, welcome everyone to Crit Storm Scares. Everyone inside. Well, and has been proven by those ghost shows. It's not like you ever have to find anything to be on the air for 12 years or whatever. <laughs> True. Kind of barren room. The, uh, the scroll that you found. Hmm. Shall we try to get through the store, or do you guys want to go to the front? I'd rather not break it down just because we potentially saw people and we're still trying to be somewhat sneaky, I think. Let's take a closer look at it, at least. Yeah. Which which room had the, the switch for the other secret door? It was the library, right? The burned-up library? That was the one with the cloak. Yeah, the burned-out library. Yeah. Okay. The, sw the switch in the burned-down library opened up the secret door to lead into kind of this room that looked as if it was almost like prepped for people to uh, go on the run through the guard. Mm -hmm. An escape room. One may never know. I mean, I'm going to percept like every inch of this door. <laughs> That's an 18. 
So it definitely seems as if this door were to be opened. It's not from here. Oui. Ha. Huh. That's poor design. Wait, there's an inscription here. <laughs> Stand by the gray stone when the thrush knocks. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Would have been easier if it said speak friend than enter. <laughs> And Lemmy, with his lockpicking skills, couldn't figure out a way to bypass this? There's no lock. There's, there, no... there's no lock. Yeah. Okay. Well, should we search <laughs> the other rooms again, or just make our way to the front? Or maybe jump into the pool area and try to get in from there? Any ducts we can crawl through? No. Was, um, I can't remember what the pool section was there, like a, a means of getting into the house from there? Because it had, like, a, a fence around it, right? There was, uh, there was just, there was a way to kind of, like, get to it but not necessarily from the uh, from the outside to the inside. Okay. Guess we should just try the front door then? Sure. <laughs> you insist. I mean, we could always just break this door. Man, Juju's just wilding. I know, wanting to destroy some property. Just trying to be efficient with our, <laughs> with our time. <laughs> We've already gotten in here, and then we're going to go back out again? This seems a little silly. Well, whatever saw us through the front door has probably assumed that we're gone and there's nothing to worry about. Yeah, we have been gone a while, so unless they've heard us, then they probably think we, we uh, beat feet. And like the uh, like the bandits in Skyrim that have an arrow sticking <laughs> out of their face and like, ah, <laughs> must be nothing. <laughs> is the eye open or is it closed? Guess I was just hearing things. <laughs> <laughs> you shoot him again? Who was that? <laughs> What's there? <laughs> <laughs> I know you're around here somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so you guys are gonna head back up to the front. Sure. Okay, back to the front with you. You have foiled us, Drew. We'll we'll give up. <laughs> it's not my fault. There are procedures. <laughs> Again, the cloak goes without. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I love that the cloak is. Just, <laughs> is there a way to have the cloak be attached Group to it. you? Can you? I think it's funny that it shapes so perfectly for your character. I know it does. It does fit rather there well. There we go. Yeah. I can, just, I can just select both of them at the same time. Nice. All right. All right. So <laughs> just dripping blood everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so you're uh, you're back at the the manor entryway. You have the steps that are uh, right before you, leading up to the high archway that govern the the entrance to the mansion proper. Large set of double oak doors sit patiently closed, awaiting your advance. Advance! Lemme, do you want to try this quietly? Advance! Are they locked? Would you like to see <laughs> if they're locked? Yeah, I'll check and see if they're locked. Okay. The doors do not appear to be locked. I will uh, quietly try and open them. Okay. That's uh, 18. Okay. So, kind of grab the door handles and, you know, turn them both simultaneously slowly push the doors open and they easily glide open. Inside you'll uh, have some light shining upon the entryway revealing this uh, this foyer. So as you push open the doors, some of the light from the outside kind of slowly creeps into the room, into this, this foyer where you see a large open space with a floor of black marble. Two imposing-looking demonic statues stand on either side of the foyer as if motionlessly keeping watch over the empty room. Pock is very leery of these things after our debacle with the armor. Theranor is nodding to himself as he walks in. 
Lemmy's going to sneak along the southern wall and take up position in the corner. Right next to the demonic statue? <laughs> That's a 20. Okay. Um, I'm just going to walk right in the room. All right. I would like to look around for anything of note using my wonderful perception skill. <laughs> and I was not so wonderful that time with the nine. So, I mean, just looking around in the foyer, you can definitely see the two statues. Uh, beyond the foyer's purview, you can kind of see the another room. Almost, a, there's there's even a, a like a couch, maybe. You're not entirely sure. Is it the angle that we can't see in, or is it just dark? It's, it's a little bit dark, but it's also kind of the angle that you're... Uh, Okay. Aoife completely lays on the couch, but politely does not remove her shoes. <laughs> Inside jokes. <laughs> They're going to scoot up and see if he can get a better view. Uh, so as soon as you actually pass the threshold that the statues are standing at, uh, one of them uh. kind of swings its arm at you as the rest of you notice and hear some cracking as a small layer of dust and spider webs kind of fall to the ground and there's a there's a rather imposing arm coming at your face do i get a shot off because i said i was waiting for them to attack us you can i mean but i mean which uh, which one were you like paying attention to in particular i was paying attention to the one in the upper side the upper side like probably closer to the one on the bottom well, I mean, considering where your character is, you're yeah, uh, there. I, I think I'm, yeah, more over by that one. Yeah, I'll, I'll still let you take the shot, because you said you were waiting, but... Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, should we roll initiative first, or just... Uh, you, can take first? Your, you can take your shot off. All right. It's still going to swing at Theranor. Uh, that's a 15 to hit. A 15 does hit. I hit it for 11 points of damage, plus two, so 13 points of damage. 13? Yep. Okay. Mr. Theranor, it's going to uh, swing at you. How about a 19 to hit you? 19 does hit. And for four damage. Owie. All right. Now we can have everyone roll for initiative as both of the gargoyles come to life. Sigh. I think Pock might be going first. You don't know that. I got a 26. Gargoyles could roll a natural 20. I got a 21. I think Theranor is going last. I got a four, or a five, uh, excuse me. Gargoyles rolled a 14. That was close to a natural point. I got an eight. All right. So Theranor was way, way too interested in the black marble flooring. <laughs> it's going to go Pac, Lemmy, Le Gargoyles, Nasifa, and Mr. Theranor. So, Pac, you are up. You have two imposing figures, one mm. of them who just took a swipe at your friend. All right. As a bonus action, I'm going to enable uh, Hunter's Mark on the one that I hit before. I'm going to back up to a reasonable shooting distance, and I will fire upon it again. A 25 to hit. A 25 does hit. Okay. Okay. 21 points of damage. Good God. Okay. All right. Lunge it with some thorny arrows. <laughs> yes. Always so thorny. <laughs> still alive? He is, he is still alive. All right. I'm assuming when I snuck into the corner, it didn't see me since it didn't react. Mm -hmm. So I'm further assuming that I have advantage on this attack roll and it's a sneak attack. Oh yeah, you you got your advantage. Okay. Even if you didn't, you're flanking, right? And that gives a... Uh... I mean, yeah, he would still, yeah, he would still do it. Let's see, that will be either, ooh, a nine or <laughs> a 12. Neither of which are gonna make it. All right, 
Wow, that was awful. A four and a seven. <laughs> <laughs> I hear a kitty. Yeah, he's being a punk. So who's up next? Gargoyles. Yes, Zigago. Are they named like uh, I can't remember the name uh, of the yeah, show? One is named Lexington, and the other is yes. uh, the other is Hudson. Oh, the <laughs> name of the show, <laughs> Thomas, was Gargoyles. <laughs> yes, I meant the name of the gargoyles. I forgot they were named after burbs. <laughs> Disney's gargoyles. Yes, except Goliath. Goliath was not named after a borough of <laughs> New York. Yeah, except uh, when they're when they're with each other, they just call each other friend. <laughs> I do love that movie. Okay, so it's going to take another swipe. The one over here in the corner is going to take another swipe at uh, Theranor since it is the closest to him. He still doesn't really have a, a good inkling as to Donnie behind him. <laughs> well, yeah, when you whiff him twice, he has no idea what's <laughs> right. going on. Yeah. That is breeze. a natty one. Natty one. Dang straight, fumble. Fumble. Fumble, fumble. Fumble, fumble. All right, 88 for his fumble, which... That's such a weird effect. I should keep. I should use the same fumble chart each time, but I, I always look for a new one. <laughs> uh, so apparently he he misses and he seems panicked in a way. So he's he's uh, I guess maybe so frustrated after the decades of not being able to <laughs> attack anyone for a while. He thought he was on a roll, but uh, that's not the case now. So he's he's suffering from the panic effect. <laughs> Of the, of the confusion spell for one round. He's contemplating his own mortality. Yeah, so... <laughs> I missed. I missed. I missed. Why? I, I hit the first time. Why can't I do it in again? All right, so... I'm gonna die. Nothing more dangerous than a gargoyle when it's panicking. <laughs> <laughs> so he has to uh, abide by the chart. Oh, that's interesting. So on a 9 or a 10, the creature can act and move normally. So actually, he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> But there was the chance that he would run away, which would be interesting to see the gargoyle fleeing the confines of the manor. Well, also to have Donnie get an attack of opportunity would have been nice. It would have. It would have. Uh, this gargoyle is going to move off its pedestal and kind of go for Miss Aoife here, swiping. I'm assuming a nine does not touch you. No. All right. Well, at that point, it actually is your turn. You have a hulking mass in front of you. Yeah, I'm going to use my mace. Okay. Attack roll, uh, 23. A 23 does hit. That's so. Ooh, that would be eight damage bludgeoning. Okay. You're going to stay there? Would you like to move? No, I'm going to stay right here and make sure that he doesn't attack anyone else. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Well, at that point, Mr. Theranor. Oh, um, how does the gargoyle that's been attacking me in that pock has wailed on? Look, does he look thoroughly those damaged? Are, or? Those are separate things. The one that's been attacking you is the one on the bottom. The one I've been wailing on is the oh, one on the top. Oh, have you just been shooting at the... Oh, okay. I thought you were shooting at the one on the bottom. Okay. No, I had already pointed myself that direction. I went with it. <laughs> Never mind then. In that case, <laughs> I am going to use a Scorching Ray on the one that is attacking me. Because why not? I haven't used it in a very okay. long time. Go for um, it. So three attack rolls. Uh, let's see. 15... 16, and 19. Any of those hit? All of those hit. Oh, spiffy. As in that case, let me shake a bunch of D6s. Like six of them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 20. Let me double check that. Yeah, 20 damage. Oh, hot damn. All three fiery bolts go into his face. Okay. Well, you, uh, 
kind of peg him good. <laughs> you see like a chunk of the stone, you know, that was like part of his arm. It kind of just like, almost like flares up and you see part of it like definitely cauterized, not exactly weeping any blood just yet, but you, you did some damage to him. Mr. Puck, unless Theranor is going to move. Um, no, I'll, I'll stay there for now. Okay, so you stay there. Pock, you are, I mean, you're, you're within the uh, viewpoints of both of them. Might be a little tricky shot. Yeah, I'm shifting my position a little bit uh, so that I have uh, a good angle on both of them. And then I will take a shot at the first one, the one that hopefully is almost dead. Okay. Uh, 15 to hit. 15 hits. And that's uh, 15 points of damage. Okay. So he's not... He's not dead. Well, damn. But he's not, I mean, he's definitely not looking good. His, uh, his, you know, rock hard abs and <laughs> alabaster skin. Um, keeping, keeping them pointy arrows from doing, you know, too much damage. Right. Is he still unaware of me? Doesn't, doesn't seem to be. He was so... I kind of wish I had one of those uh, green arrow arrows that had, like, the fists on the front of it so I could do yeah. bludgeoning damage. I was just wondering if there was a finesse weapon that does bludgeoning, but I don't <laughs> think so. All right, let's try this again. So we've got a 17, I know that hits, or a 15. They both hit. Okay. So that will be a... It's going to be a 1d8 plus 3 plus 2d6. That'll be... So 8 damage. 8. 16 damage. Well... Donnie, I don't know how you do it with daggers, but you, you found the sweet spot, and you actually hit him for exactly how much <laughs> how much you needed to kill him. <laughs> nice. So as you drive the dagger down its... Where did you stab him? Like, in the side of the livers? At the, down the spine? I, with my superior passive perception, I noticed there was a section of his back that looked like a geode. And so I hit it exactly, <laughs> put the rapier tip exactly where I needed to to get to that precious, precious crystals within. <laughs> With a practiced hand. That tasty nougat. All right, well, one gargoyle collapses to the floor, a, an eerie hint of white smoke billowing out of both of his eyes and his mouth. But Ooh. one is left, and it's going to... It's gonna take another swing at Miss uh, Miss Eva here because it, uh, you know, you're right in front of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna guess a uh, another nine does not hit you. You're <laughs> correct. Did I roll a nine last time on you? I did roll a nine last time on you. Stupid dice. <laughs> Still doesn't hit. <laughs> Still doesn't hit. It's gonna go for the guy who's been shooting their arrows though. It's gonna move. Which uh, Miss Eva, you can have your attack opportunity if you would like. Oh, I would like. <laughs> Like very much. That's a nineteen to hit. And the, ni- the nineteen does hit. Ooh, another another good roll. Another eight points of damage. It's that nice bludgeoning style damage. Yeah. Which you notice the more you hit, and same thing with with Pock. You know, with his uh, with his piercing arrows, they're not they're doing damage, but they're not doing as much as you would hope. Gargoyle's yeah, got that the- na- naturally uh, tough skin. Okay. Well. It, uh, it's actually back up to you, Miss Ipa. Right off the bat of your attack of opportunity, you can actually gain some flanking. Right. Um, so I noticed that my mace isn't really doing as much as it would on a, a nice squishy other baddie. Bag. So um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to try uh, 
casting sacred flame on him. Okay. I'd make a, a wisdom saving throw. Right, let's get a uh, let's get a wisdom saving throw on this puppy. That's not going to be good. <laughs> oh no! Sorry, it's dexterity. That's still not going to be good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, natural twenty. But no, you said it wasn't supposed to be good. It wasn't. It wasn't. You said. <laughs> you said. This is why I have trust issues. <laughs> <laughs> Just be thankful that I get a nat twenty out of the way on a dex save. <laughs> You, you want to you want to borrow my cloak of mistrust, Aoife? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So there's my attack. Um, well, actually, I just casted a spell. I can still attack, right? No, no. Come on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so disappointed. <laughs> Puck is forced once again to dodge out of the way of one of your sacred flames. <laughs> so I just look very confused at how it managed to pull that off. Yeah, it, uh, for some reason, was incredibly dexterous and just made its way, you know, from, avo- like from avoiding do. everything. Aoife, why do you always try to get me with these flames? This is, this was not what I intended <laughs> at all. I didn't want him attacking other people. Let's finish him. <laughs> finish him. It's actually uh, Jordan's turn from uh, up on top of the stairs. Uh, all right, um... <laughs> I am not going to waste another Scorching Ray. Don't want to. And this guy's taking a lot of damage already. So let's just uh, throw a Firebolt and see what happens. Okay. That is a nat 20. Hooray. Ooh. Twanky. With, uh, man, is there, you, you know what? Give me some double damage with your Firebolt. Okay. I can do that. As soon as I find my D10s. Uh, that is, eh, not that great. 11 damage. Okay. But hey. Wait, 11 damage is the double? Total. Yeah, that's double. I rolled a 9 and a 2. Oh, so then it's so then it's 22 damage. No, because it's 1d10 for a fireball. Uh, or did you want to just double it? I thought you No, that's what I meant. Like, twice. I'm doubling, yeah, doubling the damage, yeah. So. Oh, well, then in that case, I would choose the 9, or I can re-roll if you'd prefer. <laughs> nah, when you, you, you roll, you don't, like, make one roll and double it. You double the roll. Yeah, you double so. the actual, like, total. Yeah, 11 is... Yeah. The number. Okay, so then 22. No, no just, 11. just 11. You, you, you roll damage okay. twice. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. No, no 22. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if that be the end of your turn, sir, it uh, comes Indeed. back to Thomas, who has a, uh, a rather menacing-looking creature in his face. Um, I guess I will be shooting at disadvantage because we know how well I do that. Your disadvantage shots are pretty advantageous. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said that. Oh, uh, so 13 or a 24. Okay, so the 13 definitely does not does not hit. Okay, then I missed. All right. Would you uh, I was care to move? I flustered by how close it was. I know. That um, was, <laughs> it's pretty close. I will stay here. I'm not going to take an attack of opportunity, but yeah. Okay. I can take a hit if he gives one on his turn, but... I'll stay here. I'm going to get into position behind it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to be Ooh. a 24 to hit. 24 is uh, definitely a hit. Now, did we determine flanking is advantage? Yeah. Okay, I'll go ahead and do the re-roll, uh, the other roll. I'm probably not going to beat a 19, but as long as I have advantage, I get the sneak attack. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, 12 damage. Okay. Low rolls there. 12 piercing, so I'm sure some it doesn't all go through. Whittling him away. Piece by piece. 
So he's gonna he's gonna do what he came here to do, and it's uh, try to take a, a bite out of Pock. Fourteen misses. Okay, and he's gonna kind of like look around him. He notices that he is definitely outnumbered, but surrounded by you know still creatures that he feels that could definitely be his next victims. But Miss uh, Miss Eva, your turn. Um, I'm gonna cast another sacred flame on him. Okay. Pock ducks. Do it. <laughs> Do it to it. Let me take set a cigarillo to light off of the sacred flame that's about to go right in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> that's a dexterity saving throw. Come on, another net 20. Oh my god! No! <laughs> no! Drew! <laughs> okay, I don't know. It's impossible! I don't I don't want I don't want to jinx this, but at least I'm getting it out of the way and not going to kill anybody later. I don't think Lemmy <laughs> Lemmy rolls a, an 11 on his dex roll to light his cigarillo. I, don't, <laughs> I think he singed an eyebrow. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is a very dexterous gargoyle. I'm trying to make a, a lithe litho pun, but I'm not, I'm not there yet. I can't figure out how to make that work. Well, if if Drew gets two 20s in a row, then that only means that I should get two 20s in a row. Right. Why not? So I'm not even going to roll it. We're just going to say it's a 20, right? Sounds good to me, yeah. Okay. (laughs) This is crazy. averages and all that. All right. So avoided the attack. Uh, Are you going to move or are you going to stay there, Miss uh, Miss Eva? I'm just going to stay here in disbelief again. If, if it could wink, it would. <laughs> How come you're not swinging your mace? You're the only one doing bashing. <laughs> it wasn't working that good. Oh. You guys are tough. They need some, they need a burn. They do need a burn. I mean, you're noticing that like bludgeoning and piercing uh, is not doing 100% of the damage that you think it should be doing. Okay. You could always insult his mother. Hey, hey. Oh, get is, a sick burn? This yeah. This is a family show. Might be more effective is it? than Sacred Flame. <laughs> Is it a family show? Depends on whose family. (laughs) (laughs) I always tell students that, like when when they're talking in class the way they do. I was all like, what if your grandmother heard you talking that way? And they're like, you don't know my grandma. (laughs) She taught me this word. My grandma was a sailor just like her grandma before her. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Mr. Theranor, from almost the top of those little stairs. From downtown. Um, Let's... (laughs) Try another uh, firebolt. Four Charlie Brown. Fourteen. Two hit. Two hit. No. Dang. We now know its AC is fifteen. <laughs> Maybe. Thomas, you have a gargoyle in your face. I'm gonna roll to attack him. How tall is this gargoyle? So it's standing. Oh, the descriptor doesn't give his height. He's a medium, medium creature, though. So, I mean, All it right. could be, you know, five and a half, six feet tall. Okay. I was just curious if I was looking down at it at all, because I kind of wanted to aim my arrow down into its head as I tried to shoot it this close. <laughs> uh, it's not going to do it. Nope, I missed. <laughs> Make sure I don't get a natural one. Nope. Okay. <laughs> the arrow ricochets oh, and hits Mazipa. <laughs> all right. Donnie, with your advantage on the gargoyle once again. I could cast Acid Splash, but that's only a 1d6, so I'm guessing Piercing is still going to be potentially more damage. Eh, just poke it. Well, even including with, even Sneak Attack, it probably yeah. would be your best. 
option. There's a 22 to hit or a 12. We'll go to 22. Mm-hmm. You definitely hit. So that's going to be 10 plus 6, 16. Another one on my 2d6. I killed the last one with a 16. Did this 16 do it? It did not. It did not, but it's it's looking it's looking a little worse for wear. Your minerals will be mine. <laughs> so he is going to uh, turn around and try and take a swipe at you, Mr. Lemmy. What? What? As the one who is actually dealing damage to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm apparently just pointing my arrow at it menacingly. I'm, I'm guessing a 10 obviously does not hit you. No, man, that gargoyle is very dexterous on the defense, but not very uh, good with the offense. <laughs> you can't hit me, you can't hit me, and I can't hit you. Lemmy goes to duck and then realizes he doesn't need to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Juju, you, you have a bone to pick with this gargoyle. <laughs> Yeah, Longest I'm gonna. Come on, let's do it again. Third time in a row. I'm gonna put my mace in its holster and like crack my my fingers. Like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> Sacred flame, one more time. <gasps> Giving it all my oh, might. <laughs> Thank God. No, it's only a three now. <laughs> Gosh, I get to roll for damage. You get to roll for damage. If that happened a third time in a row, I was gonna have. I was gonna log out and log back in because something's wrong. <laughs> That happened a third time in a row. We were going to invite the gargoyle to join the party. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Seven radiant damage. Okay. It kind of cries out in pain as you deal your damage to him. Definitely looking like the full brunt of it went through. And if you are not moving, Mr. Theranor at the top of the stairs, maybe. Oh, this thing uh, has a lot of hit points. Gargoyle out of its misery. It is a beefy creature. Maybe. Or I could miss, too. You could miss. You could. I should. I should just throw a magic missile. But I'm frugal or cheap with my spells, so I'm not going to. Pew, pew. <laughs> ah, 15 exactly. Oh, well, 15 exactly hits. Hooray. That case damage. I dropped it. A uh, five. All right. Not enough to you know, fully put it out of, out of its misery, but it, uh, it comes now to Pock if you're uh, if you're not going to take your move. I am not. Pock, let an arrow fly. I'm going to try again. It's right in front of you. <laughs> 15. Damn it! <laughs> oh, no! Still not hitting him. Donnie, it's all yours. <laughs> <laughs> He's slowly being penned in by arrows okay, all around so, him embedded in so the floor. So this time, Pock is going to take the attack of opportunity and run across the room. Oh, he's running. He's running. And we swipe. We miss. <laughs> God, it's gargoyle. So I'm gonna kind of like, Lemmy's gonna flourish with his rapier, but like do a finger gun at the gargoyle and shoot an acid splash at it. Ooh! So make a dex. Oh dear. This is All of Aoife's flames were making me nervous. I had to get out of there. This will be the dex that, you know, that makes it worthwhile. 20. Almost. 16. Uh, I believe that is a success. Um, so it was like yeah, half damage. Four, 14 is my spell save DC. Okay, so is that is that missing it entirely, or is it half damage? Good question. Let me check that real fast. I think that it's gargoyle half. doesn't have a dex dis, uh, negative dex. It doesn't have negative, but it's. Uh, it, I mean, okay. it's, it's a flat. You know, it's a flat eleven. Yeah. Um. Oh no! I, I it, it completely misses. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's the it door for me. is now melting. <laughs> the wall behind that gargoyle has seen some crap. The wall. <laughs> <laughs> the once irreverent walls of the 
you know, the foyer have now been blackened. I we're just, creating our own door, okay? I just <laughs> melted all the arrows that were stuck in the ground so they're no longer a tripping hazard. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> all right, going to take uh, a swing at Mr. Lemmy, missing with a nine, and... Lemmy, Lemmy scoffs. <laughs> Juju, take it home. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Please, for the love of God, kill this thing. That's the idea. All right, I'm going to cast another Sacred Flame on him. Ooh, let's, uh, let's do this. <laughs> I mean, can you guys just imagine how this is going? Swing, miss, swing, miss, swing, miss, swing, that. miss. Okay. And then it swings and misses. It misses. So. Yep. Oh, that's another seven points. Well, uh, seven points, you know, takes it down to the ground as much like its other friend, it kind of a, a wafty wisp of white smoke fl- floats out of its eyes and its mouth. And it, it crumbles <laughs> to the ground. Quick, somebody vape the gargoyle's soul. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well. Lemmy rummages through his rocky innards looking for precious stones. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you that. <laughs> <laughs> Surely one of them has an eye that's a diamond that's worth exactly 25,000 gold pieces. Just in case we need to resurrect somebody later. <laughs> Johnny, give me a D100. Alright. 16. Okay, sir. So you find some moss agate, some malachite. You actually do find some uh, tiger's eye. And right in the back of where its throat was, you find a, uh, a freshwater pearl. Ooh. If you just kill about 50 more of those, you'll have a really nice necklace. <laughs> <laughs> now let's go check that couch out. It looked really comfy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Theranor is just going to kind of peek around the corner. <laughs> So it's, it's, this room is like up on a raised platform, you know, a step up from the foyer, and um, it's kind of like a waiting room, like a tea room. It's uh, situated at the bottom of a stairwell. There's a, uh, a cushion kind of couch sitting over there in the uh, southwest corner. It's old and kind of dusty, but it, uh, it also has, interestingly enough, Pac, you were heading over there, uh, you noticed that there is a, a child's doll laying on it. Of course there is. We love creepy dolls. Give me a, uh, give me an intelligence check. Uh, I don't have any of that. Oh wait, Pac does though. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Uh, 18, 19, 19. So you notice that the eyes of the doll are strangely similar to the ones that were peering through the window when you were coming up to the front of the manor. That's Ooh. nice. I tell the group about that for sure. Right, so is this place haunted too? Why not? <laughs> it's it's cursed. How many scorching rays does Theranor have left? <laughs> Two. <laughs> is that another gargoyle? It is. Okay, I have my arrow trained on it the second I know. I mean, it. sorry, it's not a gargoyle. It is a uh, it's a statue. It's a statue of a griffin. I still have my my arrow the trained on it. Of a gargoyle. Ready to let go. So now, mind you, like the gargoyle statues, they were very large. They were imposing when you were coming into the. Uh, the foyer up here now in the kind of like waiting area this is a it's a smaller statue of a gargoyle it's definitely it's it's bigger than your you know normal statue that's sitting around the house but it's a it's a nice looking statue let me see if i can give you a a, a good little image stay away from it eva uh, i'm gonna go up to it and be like don't you try anything funny glare at it <laughs> let me juggles his precious stones that he just got and says just came from your mum's Oh, I'm glad you you 
said it was the ones you just got, not your other precious stones. I'm also going to check these uh, ca- the couch cushions here for coins. <laughs> coins. <laughs> you found some copper and a pretzel. <laughs> a single Cheeto. An ancient cursed pretzel. <laughs> it's kind of like that blapple from the orphanage. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is really small. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to enlarge it for you. Can you see that? Ants. Okay? Oh, it's cute, little Griffin. Yeah, that is adorable. It's a little, uh, it's a little Griffin statue. We try to bring it to life so we can keep it as a pet. Can we inspect the uh, statue? Yeah, by all means. Oh, do you want to percept or invest? So, or Arcana or something, or that. You can I give like me. That. Um, Let's make it that. You can give me like an investigation. Bleh. I'll do investigation uh, too. Because I'm curious. As will I. 14. That's a 23 for Lemmy. Pox kind of eyeballing the doll still. <laughs> also a 14 for Theranor. <laughs> you got to turn your back on the doll. It makes things more exciting. <laughs> okay, so looking at the statue and kind of like investigating it, the uh, the one talon that is raised up, you'll notice that if you were to possibly push it down, this is what you're kind of like deducing, that it would be a mechanism for something. Push it down. It's going to open the secret door. Even if it doesn't, it may be a death trap. Do it anyway. (laughs) Question. But I think Lemmy's the one that saw it, so he'll have to do it. Puck picks up the doll. Can Lemmy reach it? Sure. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll press the claw down. Okay. So you push the, uh, you push the claw down. You hear a click, and then you also hear, like, another kind of faint click and a little bit of a, uh, boom. uh, You hear a click, click, boom. You hear, like, a creaking somewhere off in the distance. And then some alternative guitar starts coming in? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do we yeah. want to run all the way around the house again? Fox <laughs> considering it. He's like, I really did want to go through that door. Do I take the doll with me or not? <laughs> oh, sure. Well, if you need take a friend. The doll. Take the doll with you. Remember, if you need help, just scream, oh god, it's killing me. <laughs> <laughs> and this staircase that we see, is that going up or down? Uh, Both. Both. You uh, actually, you actually have stairs that are leading up to the second uh, floor of the manor, and the others down to some place that you're not entirely sure. All right, it's, let's. It's a party. quantum staircase. It goes everywhere. <laughs> Say that again, Turner. Oh, I said it's a quantum staircase. It goes uh, everywhere. It's Schrodinger's staircase. It's both going up and down until you get on it. Yeah. Now <laughs> the stairway does lead up. However, it seems that there's a uh, there's like a portcullis kind of blocking the way leading up. Did uh, moving the the Griffin Claw mess with that one, or no. was it like no, it the sound? It seems away? like it had been there. Okay. And is oh. there anything on like these other walls uh, to the left of that area, like over here? So that those are some stairway uh, stairs, kind of uh, leading down into another room. If you would like to oh, go. Oh, okay. If you'd like yes, to go, I would, I would like to check that out, please. It's a bar. Okay. So this room is. It looks like a giant tea room. It has a fireplace and a hearth, and it's situated in, you know, a manner to which it's uh, almost like it's ready for guests. There, is, there are three small round tables that sit and uh, ready for people to enjoy some refreshments, some tea. There's a glass chandelier that uh, hangs from the ceiling. Can I use my survival skill to say or to realize, like, our position in accordance to where we were before on the other side? from the other entrance. So you know you haven't gone beyond the pool, which was almost like a 
halfway point, I guess you you could say, from the top of the house, or at least the uh, the bottom layer. So you know, the pool directly outside was along the. There's still more. There's still more uh, lower. When I realized that we're close to where the secret entrance was from the other side. Right. So as you guys are kind of like moving into this uh, into this area, you see that this door or this part of the wall has kind of popped open. So we pushed a claw on a griffin, and that door opened. Yes. So it's a griffin door. Ah. Wah, wah. Five points. Take a Hufflepuff on this. (laughs) (laughs) Griffin door. I'm going to slither in inside. Jesus. Are you going to go through? Yeah, I think I will. Okay, so opening up the the door there, it... What uh, what kind of door? Opening up the griffin door. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Invented by Lord Beyond. <laughs> okay, so Thomas, if you were to open up the door and kind of peer inside, not having some Slither dark vision, inside. definitely makes it a little uh, kind of it's it's dark, but it's not you know obviously unseeable. You know, you, ooh, ooh, I have dark vision. Yeah. Stick my head in front of him. <laughs> but looking inside, it just looks like this kind of interesting, weird little uh, little passageway. They were really ready to get it out of this house if they needed to. And you can see the other side at the end of this little, you know, passageway. And it's a, it's just, it's a flush wall. Oh, so it hasn't popped open? No. Is there a mechanism in the room to open that portion of the door? No. I would like to perceive the scissors. Not that you can tell. Okay. Hmm. I feel like we're playing Resident Evil with all the weird doors and puzzles. (laughs) Um, I'd like to look around the, the tea room. Okay. Do a perception in there and see if I see anything interesting. All right, so you're looking around. Mr. Uh, Theranor, what are you doing? <sighs> That's a good question. Um, I guess, yeah, if, if we don't see any mechanism to open that door, then I might just start heading towards that lower uh, that lower walkway that leads to the southern area. I'm going to perceive things as well. 20. Okay. Well, inside the tea room is just that. You have the fireplace, the tables... You uh, definitely know where the the secret door is over there in the corner. Looking around while everyone is kind of going to their separate little corners of the room and kind of looking about, Miss Juju, you yourself now notice the chandelier is kind of shaking, kind of sli- like. slightly moving from side to side. Is there a doll on it? <laughs> uh, the doll's gonna... no longer on the couch. <laughs> I'm going to go stand underneath it and try to look up at it. Lemmy's from California. He wisely goes to a doorway. He knows what's <laughs> going on. <laughs> so you uh, you go and you look up at the chandelier, and it's beautiful crystal, and it's uh, incredibly pretty. As you kind of walk closely underneath it, it stops shaking. Move now. Is this, uh, what is going Hmm. This is kind of, eh, it's probably nothing. Wait, spooky! I hate I hate ghosts. Eva is not freaking out about the phantom chandelier. <laughs> it's just a chandelier. It's not like it's a mimic. Mimics can't be chandeliers. <laughs> <laughs> she says definitively. They could be everything else, but not chandeliers. The very notion is absurd. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe someone's upstairs moving around. We've already encountered two creatures here. I'm sure this place is loaded with terrible creatures or ghosts or something. It's like a jazzercise class up on the second floor. <laughs> <laughs> Tybo. <laughs> how, um, how high is the ceiling? I mean, the ceiling's probably about 
maybe a good 20 feet. It's much right. taller than Lemmy. It is not higher than Lemmy. <laughs> he lings about 420. So, um, so I couldn't, like, reach the chandelier. I mean, maybe if you were to stack the tables in here on top of each other, plus the chairs. Just throw your mace at it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Puck hands her a, a spear. Here, use this. <laughs> oh, that's right. Lemmy still has the spear. <laughs> no, Puck po- has, has it. Po- has it. <laughs> I, can I can I make like a perception check to like see if I can more accurately figure out why I was shaking? Sure. Yeah. Oh, uh, seventeen. So you're you're not entirely sure as to you know why it was shaking, and it wasn't really shaking violently. It was just kind of slightly swaying from side to side and now it's come to a halt. Well, that's strange. Let's move on. <laughs> Is there anything to the southern side of this room? It's like some more stairs. Oh, from away from the secret door? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's another set of doors and as you guys are heading over, open area here, followed by the stairs. Boom. Boom. Shakalaka. Dining room? So this is what you would appear to be thinking is a dining room. There's a elongated table separating you from the uh, kind of the, the, the sunken in room that was the tea room. As you are coming closer to the stairs and looking into this dining room, there is a rather loud and powerful crash. As when you turn around, the chandelier has shattered on the ground right where Aoife was standing. I told you to move. You did. <laughs> okay, that's definitely something. There's something wrong here. You're just now figuring this out, and he holds up the doll and shakes it in front of her face. Carrying that get, thing get around. Get out of here. <laughs> Are there any unbroken pieces of crystal? I'm sure, yeah, if you wanted to go and try and pick through the pieces of the uh, of the crystal. Yeah, might, might have some use later. Okay. Make a deck save to avoid cutting yourself on the chandelier. We might need to burn some ants or something. <laughs> sure. So you can head back and over and go check for the, uh, find some crystal. Let's say you can find a good, probably a D4, and that, that can be how many pieces of, like, fine, uncracked crystal that you do find. <laughs> one. One. <laughs> you, find, you find one amazingly good piece. <laughs> okay. Good enough. Okay. So as your attention was, you know, drawn forward to this dining room, it was kind of a nice, dark, gloomy room. Turning around and seeing the can- the chandelier crash to the ground, you now suddenly hear someone like almost tapping a uh, like a spoon or a knife to a crystalline glass, almost like drawing to everyone to attention. Let me start giving a speech. <laughs> and as you uh, Four score, as you turn and you look back into the room, you see that there are ghostly apparitions sitting all at this once empty table. Almost seems like a large dinner party is being held. There's a roasted hog that materializes on the on the table, along with plates and varieties of food. Jugs of foaming ale are being shared between glo- ghostly companions, and a large spectral man stands at the head of the table, saying nothing, but has a serious scowl and frown that is cemented over his face as he looks over, as he looks at his guests who seem to be enjoying themselves, and then his head slowly turns and stares at all of you. Thank you for weathering the storm with us. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, 
and Instagram at CritStormcast. Rate and review on Apple Podcasts, and please recommend us to your friends. Look to the horizon for more Crit Storms. <laughs>